Hey, what's going on, guys? It's David Bursell here back, and this is the first episode of the Coaching Confidence Podcast in a long time. Things have changed in life. Um, if this is, you know, if you're catching up with this and you were an avid listener before, then maybe you haven't heard, but I recently did a show on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle, and life has kind of changed a little bit. Um, there's a lot more attention at the moment, like Instagram has has kind of exploded a little bit. Things have changed. I was on about 25,000 followers and now it's roughly 850,000, which is insane. And um, the show really kind of changed my life in a lot of ways. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of these um, podcasts and hopefully we're going to have some awesome guests on for you guys to be able to kind of gain a little bit more from. And today today is the uh the chance where i'm actually going to be speaking with mark um mark was is also a netflix reality show individual he was in uh, love is blind he was on love is blind season one and um so i'm gonna be chatting to him on instagram live we're gonna be having a little chat in a minute and kind of just seeing where it goes like truth of the matter is we just started chatting a couple of days ago on instagram and um he just messaged me and was like bro i loved the show you seem so authentic like um like really great to see someone doing something like that and i was like gosh this guy's kind of caught me off guard he is just being genuine it doesn't seem like there's any agenda here he's just kind of like reaching out and we're just chatting and we kind of chatted for a couple of days and then he was like man we should we should hit an instagram live and just talk I, was, I thought that was an excellent idea. So um, completely unscripted, uh, having never spoken except for via DM. Uh, here is my conversation with Mark Anthony Cuevas, um on Instagram Live. Hope you guys enjoy it. And um, if you did, please share this with someone who thinks it's quite important. You know, you might might gain a little bit of benefit out of this that's the whole point of this all right guys enjoy yo yo oh my guy what up dude hey man how's it going bro just living life man out here in uh, atlanta georgia i don't know if you've ever been over here have you been to this side of town uh i've never been to atlanta no i've been to like la i've been to new yeah. york and uh new hampshire as well but i've never I've, been to new hampshire what are you doing in new hampshire yeah mate i went to new hampshire when i was like much much younger we went skiing with my family oh, oh yeah so we like Damn. went up there it was it was nice man really cool what's your favorite place to visit out here in the states mate at the moment it's la like yeah i oh, mate, the vibe is just it depends what kind of place you go to i think and like the kind of people that you hang with um because yeah. like i you know people tell me that la can be a little bit of a uh, dude, I already know what you're about to say. Even you, you, you saying that, I was already. People told me the exact same thing, and I'm like, dude, but like, it's LA, you know? Yeah. So like, my mate, like, I got a couple of friends out there. So I, like, I um, always like Bryce lives out there from from the show. So like, I went over and hung out with him in um, uh, like July, and I went to see Matt, and we went uh, we went to Vegas and like partied in Vegas for a couple of days, and. Oh, shit. Um, it was so much fun. <laughs> was... Bro, I haven't been to Vegas 
so I, last time I went to Vegas, I was like a kid. So like my parents like took us out there just to go like sightseeing and stuff like that. But I've heard now like it's like insane to go out and party in like Vegas stuff. I've been to the casinos elsewhere, but just not in Vegas. Yeah, in a while. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was, uh, we only went for two days and, um, it was like pretty full on, like not gonna lie. It was, you know, like, so my, my like itinerary was, um, I flew from London to LA, landed in LA at like 9 p.m. or 8 p.m., obviously jet lag. And, but then like I went out that night with Bryce, we went to a bar and had some drinks and stuff. Nice. Then the next day, we flew to Vegas that day. Then we went out in Vegas that night and then went, woke up the next morning and went to like a pool party in Vegas. Yeah. And um, and it was amazing. But then it got to like 8 p.m. and I was dead. <laughs> I just like <laughs> Bro, you started to It's like you start too early and then by the time it get, barely gets dark, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. <laughs> I was dude, wrecked. Dude, I, honestly, bro, like, I'm not gonna lie, I was so, just talking about your show, bro, like, I was very hesitant to watch you out to handle just because, like, the preview, I was like, dude, but, like, I'm definitely gotta take a look at it, and, bro, one of the, my favorite shows out right now, bro, just because, like, dude, the people were just real as hell, man, I feel like everybody, like, was just themselves, like, the whole time, yeah. you know what I mean, and I don't, I don't know if you caught, like, my show at all like that, but, like, I think that's where, like, a lot of folks, like, really connect with, like, the folks from, like, our shows and stuff like this, because, like, I feel like everyone's just being themselves yeah yeah that's that is exactly it like i think that's why so many people like you said connected with it and it and it um resonated with them because like for us it was very much like everyone kind of bought into the process everyone was like going through this and it wasn't about the show it wasn't about the money it was very much like um okay well okay we're here to like for us it was like like we're here to get better and be better people and like yeah we all bought into it which is why as as the show kind of went on people were spending money but like people weren't really getting pissed off with them you know yeah. like you, people would have a case like when sharon and ronda came back and and they'd blown like i don't know how much it was like fifteen thousand dollars i remember that yeah <laughs> and and we're all just like, oh, guys, congratulations. <laughs> because you knew that they were, like, forming, like, a connection. Like, they were like, okay, it started to, like, take away that, like, okay, I'm so worried about the pennies on the dollar when it's like, dude, like, these, they're actually, like, forming that connection. And, like, because, bro, I'm not going to, so I'm similar to you where, like, if a, one of my boys is feeling like a girl, I'm like, yo, like, hey, dude, like, and, like, you know, even if her and I have, like, that kind of chemistry, I'm like, yo, dude, like, that's all you, man. I don't want to be, like, in the way of that. And, dude, you did, like, the ultimate bro code move of, like, hey, Sharon, I just want to talk to you, bro. And, like, that moment, I was sitting with one of my friends, and I'm like, dude, fuck you, man. Like, that was just 100%. That was the realest moment. I was like, bro, I had so much respect for you that man. Oh, man. So, like, dude, to tell you, brother, you're, like, a real-ass dude. Like, I respect the hell out of that. Thanks, like, man. Mate, it was... You know what I mean? Uh, mate, honestly, it's it's... It's strange because, like, so many people have, have, like, said something to me, like, I can't believe you did that on a reality show. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. Like, the thought in my head, it was just what was going on at the time. And I was like, this is just the right thing to do. Let's just do this. And um, it just made sense, right? So I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. I was just, like, doing the thing that was, like, the right thing to do in that situation. But it's, it's cool that it, it, it was kind of 
a bit different and I, I hope that maybe it's like encourage people to think a bit less selfishly maybe and like kind of like well, you, you you don't have to like always be like that the alpha isn't the guy that always gets the girl you know like you don't have to prove yourself to other people you know what i mean no 100 uh, bro like uh, sorry i cut off there for a second but dude like that that's the biggest so for me bro like i feel like the guys from y'all show so like my favorite thing dude was when you guys did the whole mud thing like where you guys were like painted yourselves and then like you know the, wrote down your fears and everything like that it was fears right or the things that you feel are holding you back yeah and then like ran through it like we had similar things obviously we didn't paint ourselves and do stuff like that but like i felt so connected with the guys that i felt like i went through this whole thing with because like we're still all like buddies like we're still all really good friends do you feel like like most of the guys that you're like like that you were with with the show that you guys are still all pretty close yeah mate i think that there's when you when you go through something like you went through with a bunch of people this experience which not many people can really understand and it's yeah. the same for us like we went through something which not many people can like really understand and so you're kind of bound by that you have this like shared experience which which is a connection between each of you but also i think yeah. that um for us and i think this is, is very similar for you guys as well like you had to put yourself out there like you had yeah. to show like a vulnerability you had to take a risk you had to like do something which maybe you weren't a hundred percent comfortable doing because it was like outside your comfort zone and when you do 100%. that it's like you're kind of being like you're kind of putting yourself out there hoping no one like judges you or anything but like because everyone's in the same situation everyone's kind of like bought into it and therefore you kind of grow closer Dude, as a result I, like you're like preach because bro like it's like this like so the one thing like vulnerability bro like i i made a promise to myself day one on my show was like i'm just gonna be 100 percent myself i like i don't care if like you know obviously if i get married or you know i love is blind 10 days and like cool it, it works out but if it doesn't i'm like at least i won't have any regrets right and i feel like if you don't go into it being allowing yourself to be vulnerable yourself. I think you're almost doing the experience like a disservice, right? And the things that we saw from you also, there were some people that like weren't giving it like they're all and you could kind of tell and like, you know, it, it is what it is. And the same thing with my show, you know, there were some people that did the same thing too, but like, I think that's why so many people connected, not just with you, but like the, like even like Sharon, like Rhonda, like, you know, all those folks. Cause like they were just being themselves, bro. And like, it really does bring you closer together. Cause like, we had guys on our show that had never been that vulnerable in their entire life. So when they were coming out of like some of the pods, they were like emotional, bro. Like, you know, and like crying, we were like there for them. And so like, you just get closer and closer. Do you feel like you have the same thing? Yeah, mate, that's, it's really similar. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting because like as men, we don't normally do the things that we would have done on those shows. Right. So like <clears throat> you, when was the last time you had like an emotional moment and then your boy was there to like talk you through it? Wow. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen in society. Not in the real life. It's never, it never, because you have to, as a man, like we're always like, we have to deal with it ourselves. We have to suppress it. We have to keep it in. And then like when you're almost like forced to let it out and how you're feeling, it's almost like, and then your boy's there for you, bro. It's, it, it really like 
showed me the value of like true friendship and like like that vulnerability, dude. Because like you're right, man. It's like we don't get those chances daily. Nah, nah, not at all. It's it's really interesting, actually. Like I think that probably that aspect of masculinity is something which I've questioned the most after coming out of out of the the show and yep. thought to myself like why do i feel close with the guys on that show that i feel close with and it's because yep. all of us were supporting each other there was no judgment and in the times where we felt um vulnerable we were protected and we were kind of like there for each other and it's yep. and it's that it's like in those moments you kind of share things and you you ex you open up and you experience things and it, it pulls you together and actually like i was thinking to like how like with the guys that i'm friends with outside of the show like why am i friends with them and like how's my relationship dynamic different and like who do i actually feel closest to like and i realized that <clears throat> the guys that i felt closest to are the guys that i would be vulnerable in front of and i would talk to you about stuff and i wouldn't try and make myself look big i wouldn't like sugarcoat anything i wouldn't be like oh yeah i made this much money last month when i actually made like half of what i said like i wouldn't bullshit them and you don't have to, you don't have to feel like you have to impress them the guys yeah. that like you're like yo like i'm just being like myself with exactly yeah. exactly no for sure like, uh, I, I had to say i had similar thing dude like yeah, and you're like hitting right on the money because like I, I came out of my show and like like I didn't trust people anymore you know like in a, in a way right it's like I that like okay what I would actually ask like okay what are your intentions like you know like are you really my boy and like you said touched on like friends that like were just like good time friends and I was like wow I really separated like like I have like two to three best friends now like maybe you know that I'm like those are like my boys like my like after the show like I really like the people that stayed in touch and stuff, bro. It's like, because I think true connection doesn't just fall romantically. I think true connection can go into like friendships of like, yo dude, like this is what I'm going through, bro. And like, I don't really like need your help. It's more so like I can be vulnerable with you and allow that kind of space. And I think as men, we don't necessarily allow that sometimes to happen until you go through an experience that like humbles you. Cause like, bro, I got humbled quick, like very, very quick on that whole show. Like, you know, it, it sucked, but I came out of it learning so much from it, you know, and I'm and I'm sure you did too. Like, dude, what, like, that shit's not easy, you know. You yeah. got to be like a hundred percent open with the whole world of like, hey, this is my insecurity, my fears. This is what you know. I found somebody I have a connection, but like, I also respect this guy, and then I'm also like, you know, dealing with like just the pressure of like this whole show, dude. It's like it teaches you. I, I felt like it was like an emotional boot camp for me, mate. That's actually a really great way of describing it. I kind of. I said to people, um, like, when people ask me, like, what was it like? I'm like, it's kind of like I did a month of therapy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not just, like, on me, but, like, therapy on my relationships with men and yeah. women. Like, it's interesting because the, like, you just hit it on such, like, the head. It, you just, I can't even get my words out because you did it so perfectly. You hit the nail <laughs> on the head so well. Dude, it's like I, I'm so present now with like who my my people are, you know, and I take pride in that, bro. And like, and that doesn't mean that like obviously if I meet if I'm meeting somebody new, I'm like, yeah, no, you got to pass all these tests. It's not like that. It's like I'm just more aware of like 
what fits in my life or who fits in my life, you know? And like, you know, I want the authenticity, the people that like, you know, that have always been there for me. And like, I did, but I'm, I wouldn't have learned it as quick had I not gone through all that, you know, because dude, I got my heart broke. I put myself out there at 24 years old and was I ready to get married? I don't know. But like, I was like willing to give it a shot and like, it just didn't work out. But I know that communication boundary standards doesn't just go into romantic relationships. That shit goes into like, you know, my friendships now and my family relationships, you know, cause like it, but had I not gone through that, maybe it would have taken me till I was 30 to learn that. And I'm sure bro, like the lessons you learn, you could help so many people being like, bro, just communicate how you feel, you know? And like, people think we're just reality stars, but it's like, bro, like we're coming out of this just being even more of ourselves. And I'm so happy that I did it. Mate, I, <laughs> you, you so caught me off guard with how, on point you are with all of this like everything you just said i'm like oh my god this man is just on it like you're you're 24 and you've just talked about boundaries and communication and like 26 now 26 now i'm like damn this guy is crushing it but like mate can you imagine like five years ago even less two men on instagram talking about relationships and boundaries and trust and like communication yeah. and all of that shit like it, it no. wouldn't have ever happened no and Bro, like it, it, it's unheard of dude it's a, like that's what i'm trying to like which is why i see what now so i i felt like when you guys went through that thing with the mud and everything bro like i'm not even kidding dude i felt something like like right here because and i got chills from it because i was like wow like that is powerful like all of them they may not end up with somebody but i know for a fact they're gonna remember that for the rest of their lives because like bro like you let it out like you mm. like I, I had to do that one time like when i was playing football in college and stuff like that and like they made us do something similar but like you guys like did it yeah here we go and but rip like rip through it and actually i like, did it dude and like that is so powerful and i see what netflix is doing and it's almost like we're not just going to be like any reality show, right? We're going to like help some, some people are going to come out of this better than what they did, like coming into it, whether they get a relationship or not. Mate, I think that that's, it's actually crazy. Cause like when, when I look back and I think about myself and, and the other people that were on uh, too hot to handle, like they, I, I, when I look at those people, they are different people. Like it's like Bryce is the person that for me is the most obvious because like he came in and we all thought, who the fuck is this like actor presenter looking guy? Like he's like a caricature of a person because he had yeah. such a facade on. He felt like he had to act a certain way. And like through the Heart Warrior workshop, which is the one you're talking about with the mud, like through doing that, through being around us, through talking more, like that facade just fell. And now the guy that I know as Bryce, he's like, he's just like this wonderful friendly generous caring affectionate bloke and i'm like this is such a nice person and yeah. yeah like he didn't come out of it with a relationship like i didn't come out of it with a relationship but we've both come out of it with a better more well-rounded approach to life and relationships with men and women and yeah. like it, it's crazy because like what we're talking about now i suppose it's like relationships yeah so it's like this is what girls do all the time, but guys just never talk about it. We just don't talk about this shit at all. And yeah. you see 
it in like you know how do men portray relationships with women it's always about like objectification or it's about like one-upping them or it's about um the kind of role of a man within a relationship and actually when you think about how it's going to be the happiest in a relationship is if there is like openness and honesty and like equality and all of these things where each person knows like how the other person behaves in certain situations, how they can react, like they can not judge someone for reacting a certain way, but just like help them through that and just kind of provide this almost like place of non-judgment. And I think that's where if you don't have a chip on your shoulder, like the crazy thing is that maybe people watching this think me and you have spoken before. We have never spoken before, right? This is the never. first time ever. But because we've both been through this situation, we're both being really like open and honest. And there's a non-judgmental, I don't have a chip on my shoulder. You don't have a chip on your shoulder. We're just yeah. chatting as men about this. And it feels like just such a free kind of like easy conversation. Exactly, dude. And dude, it- Everything you said, I'm just like, yep. Because, like, bro, <laughs> you were just preaching, bro. Like, it relationships are, it's all about that platform of, like, you are who you are. I am who I am. Because I think we we go into it sometimes with people, friendships, relationship, being something we think other people want us to be. And that, and, the like, bro, it, it, is, the, it is the scariest because... You feel like it's so much pressure because you feel like you have to be something you're not. And when you're doing that, bro, it is just like tearing you on the inside. Because like deep down, you're like, does this person actually like like me or know who I am? And then when you like, you almost like lose yourself in that, bro. And so like, and I, you know, I've done it in, in, in the past and like dated somebody that like, you know, it just, I knew probably wasn't right for me. But I'm like, oh, but all this stuff. And like, but now I'm like, listen, it's, it's all about the standards. It's not like expectations like i expect you to be this because expectations leads to disappointment it's like i've learned from my experience that like it's about being upfront and open and honest i'm like yo this is who i am like you know if i play xbox with my boys at like 9 p.m like that doesn't make me like a loser it just makes me like that's just what i like to do with my friends you know it's like it is who it is and like you like to go to like a knitting club with your friends like yo go do a fucking knitting i don't care like but it's it's about acceptance and i think that that's what the biggest lesson I learned because like the same thing that you had like with Bryce we had the same similar with one guy on our show that like he came in hair slicked back nice like like jacket he was there for like a couple like the first episode but like he was actually there longer but they didn't put him in the filming but like his name was Taylor and bro the person I know now completely different because he had never felt those emotions or been that vulnerable or had his like he's not even friends with the same friends anymore because he was like bro like you 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 guys accepted me for me and like i came back not knowing who those guys were because i felt like i always tried to impress them and i was like well dude like we went through it bro like that's the thing it's like just be you and i'll always love you bro that's it that's all that matters that's i think that's fantastic like can you imagine like how much money people spend trying to impress other people uh, trying to pretend bro. to be something that they're not like it dude. it's mental like it's, it's like, <laughs> like straight up mental bro like it's like because deep down dude your hope it's like that hope it's like why would you hope for something that like 
again, the unknown. When I know I can be secure of myself, I'm just being me. And I walk into a room and like the people that accept me, awesome. The people that don't, you're missing out. It's cool. Like it is what it is. <laughs> like it is what it is, you know? And so, bro, it's just, I found a new love for not just people, but just also for myself. And like, bro, I know, and the same vibe that you put out, bro, which is why I was like, dude, my Netflix cousin, what's up, bro? Like, I, I, just, I was like, I got to holler at my boy because dude, on the, on the fucking show, man, you just came off. Like I felt everything y'all were feeling because I was like, and whenever like I'm, I feel so on my brow. Like I got to talk to them, like what they go through, dude. Like how how they like deal with what they're dealing with now, because it's it's a lot now, dude. Yeah. Like, what we're going through. Yeah, you know, yeah. Especially with like it, the show, your show just coming out. You know. How have you How have you found it? Like since since um, since the show coming out, like how do you, how have you found that your life has kind of changed? So. I can't go to the grocery store without a hat on. <laughs> so, like, I'll go to the grocery store and people will be like, nah, or like, I'm on my run, right? And, like, people will beep their horns at me and I'm like, what the hell? And, like, before this whole lockdown, I went to Chicago and I don't even live there anymore, but, like, people were yelling in the street, like, recognizing me. And, I, and I'm just like, I'm a regular dude. Like, I, was, I, I just keep acting like me, you know? To me, nothing's changed inside. It's just kind of weird. Like, but how I've kind of handled it is... You know, it has been like an adjustment, but like I got my people, you know, that I can lean on, like my my circle and those. And that again doesn't mean I can't have new friends, but like those are the ones that have like just been there for me through all this because it is hard, man. Like because you, I, it's hard to trust people now. You know, they're like, oh, they know me as Mark from Love Is Blind, or as I'm sure for you, like David from Too Hot to Handle. You know, have you, have you experienced anything like that? <clears throat> um, well, it's just slightly different because. <clears throat> Like we've been in lockdown the whole time the show's been out, right? So that's true. That's true. So like the show came out and like it's it's strange because for me when I'm if I leave my phone and I shut my laptop, it feels like everything is completely as it was like a month ago. Um, because I walk to the shop and like there's no one really around, but, like yeah. no one's here. So it that it doesn't feel real to me a lot of it. Um, but then I, I look on my phone and I, I look at my emails and messages and stuff and it's like a big yeah. explosion and you know like we're doing this live and like 750 people are watching constantly tuning in constantly just like it's a revolving door you know what I mean like it's insane it's crazy and so I'm I'm like but these they they're just like numbers right it's just like numbers to me and, and I was chatting to my mate the other day about it trying to like quantify like trying to visualize what actually this situation is and he was like bro how many followers have you got and I, go, I don't know it's like eight hundred thousand or something he goes have you tried to picture how many people that is and i'm like no he goes well look out he's like look outside your windows like, how many people do you think are fit in that space and i'm like i don't know maybe a thousand he's like okay it's 800 times that many people he's like that's like 10 football stadiums i'm like Oh my God, that's so many people. But it Bro. it doesn't seem real because I, I haven't been had a chance to like interact with them. But I had a week I had a week to interact with people, so I feel you. I had like barely a week. Yeah. But like the thing that the thing that has been cool is like I started doing live workouts. So I hit a, uh, I did a live workout literally like uh, two hours ago and we had like a hundred people tune in to do this workout and like that hit me that that hit me like right in the feels because i was like oh my gosh these are like these are real people that are like 
that I'm giving value to that can like gain something that are actually like buying into what we're doing here and they're getting something out of it. And it was like guys and girls. And I'm like, okay, that I, bro, I did this, this workout on, on zoom with all these people and I was watching yeah. them and I was like, I came out and I was like, amped. I was like pumped. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Honestly, mate, I was like, oh. Bro, I, same. So I'm a group fitness instructor. So I'm like microphoned up and I'm running around the room. Like I love like group fitness and like just being around people. And when I started doing Instagram live workouts, bro, like and the responses, I've, I've had a couple of my regulars like comment here in a second. But like they dude, it is just inspiring to me. Like they'll post me on their story and I'm like, I'm helping folks like get moving. And it's it's like a simple workout. Like, you know, we'll do like uh, 45 seconds or 40 seconds of work, 20 seconds of rest, like four rounds, like. 30 minutes total that we'll do like a couple rounds but like it the fact that like i'm like you said giving them that value it like makes my heart happy because i'm like i love what i do this is why i do it and like that's why i I think i'm still like just i feel like the same me because i have that like need to give back because i've always i've always been like i've been training it's like we've been training our whole lives for this to do this and be able to give back just on a grander scale right your purpose is the same <clears throat> like your your yeah, your dude. your why is still the same. Like everything, like nothing's changed. It's just your your stage is now just bigger than it was. And um, it was interesting because like I I'd like wake up and I check on my phone and I'd be like, wow, that's like forty thousand new people since I've been asleep have decided to to follow my journey, right? And I'd be like, the feelings I had was wow, but then I didn't. I almost felt guilty because I didn't have like a I don't know, like a, a happiness. And I started talking to my mate about it and he was like, yeah, but that's because you don't see, like, you don't, ju- you don't, what's the word he basically used? He's like, your value isn't based on the number of followers you have. Your value yeah. is based on what value you can give other people. So like, that's why I do a workout class with one person, two people, a hundred people, a thousand people. It, it, for me, it's like, I feel exactly the same. And like that's Bro. that's the feeling. That's the that's the thing, dude. Like, oh, dude, I love it, bro. Like, <laughs> straight up, that's so like because that's why I do it, bro. I I, I became a trainer at twenty. So three years, I've been a group, group fitness and one on one trainer, whatever. And like, you know, at first you're just trying to find get your feet wet and get some experience, trying to like. There's always someone that knows more, so you're learning. And like, I used to be scared of public speaking, right? And I like petrified. Like, you couldn't get me to talk in front of a big group, wow. and group fitness helped me get get over that because i failed so many times in front of people but once i got the craft down and once i started to like really get better and like you know have more people in my classes like it was awesome to see that like i was helping people that were 40 years old 50 years old 60 years old like when i left my first place they would they were like dude you helped me through this time of like you know that i like this part and like you don't realize it you're like you're like dude i'm just helping you i thought it's just a part of your day but like when you really dive into your purpose and like why you're doing it, like, bro, like there's a reason why my life has gone the way it has for me to be able to like coach and inspire a ton of people and like learn the things I've learned. And like now, like you said, it's just a bigger stage that I, I get to do what I love to do. And that's why I don't feel alone because I know, and the same thing with you, like there's people like you that are doing the exact same thing of like helping people and inspiring because like, I never feel alone because I know that there's people like you and other folks that are like diving into what they're supposed to be doing and being like, yo, like we got this. Like, but don't get me wrong. It's a lot of stress because I feel like we're in the public eye so much now. But like, 
now I feel like with this shutdown, we're, we've been able to really focus in and like really fall in love with what we do. If you tell me I'm wrong. No, I think you're right, mate. Like because of the lockdown, you're, <clears throat> I think that you're thinking more about what the things are that matter the most and like how you can best, um, like help people from the situation that we're in and like fitness is something which does more than it says on the tin like most people want to lose weight or get fit or tone up but actually what they want is they want to feel better about themselves and that could be that the workout that they do in the morning sets them up for the rest of the day and therefore they're having better interactions with their colleagues they're working harder they're working more efficiently they're getting that promotion they're interacting with people in a different way they're having that smile on their face when they walk into the meeting and therefore someone's like oh wow you're in a good mood and then you're like everything changes um Mm -hmm. on the flip side it can be a way for people to deal with the tough times like when you're for me it's all it's been a case like when i've been in a in a bad place if if i've been down or if i've been um like frustrated then hitting a workout is a great way for me to take that negative energy that like frustration and anger or whatever and put it into something proactive you know and it's like i think that Fitness says lose weight, get fit, be healthy, but actually it delivers confidence and self-esteem and a fucking smile on your face. <laughs> like, Dude, and you just feel fucking good, man. You're just like, and, and you know, I, I forgot, like, I, again, playing, I've played a ton of sports. I played American football, soccer, so I played football. Actually, I played, uh, I wrestled, ran track, baseball. I love sports my whole life. But, like, I, I think what, what I love so much about it is I love to train because, like, I had to take that happiness now that I don't play sports anymore than, like, I started training, not working out. Like, I started training for everyday life and just, like, falling in love with that process again because, like, it made me feel like, okay, I even though my day went to shit, I still got my victory. I still worked out. And even sometimes in the weight room, I still feel like, oh, dude, I got, like, damn it, I don't feel like doing this or, like, whatever. But, like, I know after this, like, I'm going to walk into a room like, dude, I did my shit. Like, I did my thing, you know? And that's what I want to tell other people is like, dude, you don't have to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to be like some like physique person. Like, dude, like just what you can do and your best effort is a victory than what it was yesterday when you didn't do anything. Yeah. And you know what? You know what I, mean? I completely know what you mean because my, my approach to fitness has changed a lot over the years. Like I started training when I was 15, right? I'm 30 now. So I started 15 years ago. And like I was playing rugby, and so my goal was like I was training to be better at rugby. So it was all sports performance. And then after that, uh, at eighteen, I was at university, and I was training to be big. I wanted to be big and lean, like bodybuilder style training, like hypertrophy all the time. And then after that, I was I went I was like, okay, well, I don't really love that enough. You know, I do the whole like get lean, get big, get lean, get big and like up and down. And I was never really like settled. And then after that, I started doing like more group functional fitness. So like I would do some CrossFit, I'd work out with friends and I'd like mix things up a little bit. And as soon as I started to train for like longevity, right, to train for the sake of training. So like not because I want to get bigger biceps, not because I'm trying to impress a girl with my body. 
not because I'm trying to cover up something else, but I'm training because I want to be fit. I want to be able to do stuff. I want to be strong enough so that whenever like I want to, I don't know, climb a ladder, climb a tree, scale a mountain, whatever it is, that I can do that and for as long as I fucking want till I've got kids and grandkids and I can run after them. And now, now training is something that's been so much more consistent, so much more like beneficial and my mental health is so much better. I don't like feel bad when I, when I miss a workout. I don't feel like I'm like, you're, I'm worthless because I haven't had that like meticulous consistency. It's yeah. just a case of like, Every time I just do the workout, I do as best as I can, and I'm like, well done, you know. And, and I think that exactly, bro. There's People so much are too to hard it. on themselves, bro. They're like, they, here's the best analogy I ever heard was James Smith. You know, James Smith. Yeah, um, I actually so, played rugby dude, with him. <laughs> dude, really? Yeah. Dude, I'm reading his book right now. It's fucking. So my buddy put me on to him because he used to be a Les Mills uh, master trainer. My buddy Jeremiah. Um, and like put me on to James and like I'm reading his book and like one of the things he talks about is like a lot of people when they fall off the wagon on a diet you know uh, again which is calorie deficit but like he he's like it's like slashing one tire and they feel so bad about it that they go and slash all three tires yeah and like but the thing is it's like why why wouldn't you just okay it's unlucky one day you go get it fixed and like that makes no sense so just like you know being not that hard on yourself when you know being able to accept like some days are going to be better than others. And I think people are just so caught up on the vanity that they don't worry about the mental and on their own personal side on how they feel when they're working out. And yeah. which is the most important, you know? Dude, exactly. <laughs> I, I, when you, when you, when you think of it like that, when you think like, if I've like slashed a tire, why would you slash the other three tires? <laughs> like, like, you're like, fuck it. You know what? I already messed up. I'm gonna go eat like c- cinnamon rolls. I'm gonna drink Mountain Dews. I'm like, I'm like, dude, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. It's cool, man. Like, you can like get right back on, get your tire fixed. It was just one day. Yeah. You know, like, go. But like, people they give up on themselves so easy. So I think, I think for us as like trainers, it's almost like like allowing people to be like, dude, like you got this. Stop being so hard on yourself. And it's like. When people hear from someone else, it's almost like it t- flips the switch. Like, oh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Well, I think that it's it's partly because overall, like, the mainstream advice on, like, getting in shape yeah. is, is a case of all or nothing. Like, it's on or off. You're either on a diet or you are not giving a fuck about what you eat. It's like there's binary. It's like yes or no. Whereas actually big secret guys i'm going to tell you a really big secret it's not like that it's actually like completely in the middle it's not on and off there's this huge gray area and that's cool like that's all right and like when like smithy's done such a good job of, of of preaching that and um he he's actually like kind of leading the revolution of like more mainstream information about nutrition which is great and like more people need to know that like you don't get in amazing shape in like eight weeks, right? Like it takes time. And if you stop, like let's say you did an eight week challenge and you crushed it and you like were mm, to the letter and you got in great shape. If you stop, it will change. So that's why you've got to build in these things as like habits that you actually enjoy because if you want to maintain it, you have to do it. It's like 
you're renting your fitness every single day. You're renting your fitness. And every day rent is due. Rent, every is, day due. rent is due. Every oh, dude, you just got me hype. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Every day rent is due, bro. Exactly. That's the best way to fucking look at it. And I, dude. Oh, shit. So we have like fighter jets flying over right now. That's badass. Damn. <laughs> Mate. I'm outside of the patio. But, bro, rent is the. God, that is the best. Like, you, that's why you got to put in the work every fucking day. And, like, people, like, you know, I go for, even if it's a walk or a run, like yesterday I ran three miles, just like, not for competition. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go run three miles. Fuck it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? And like, but like I do that for my own mental, whatever it is to you. Like if you're training for something like, yo, rents dude, you're not going to hold on to that body. If you're like, I'm fit. And then next thing you know, you stop, you're going to atrophy, you're going to lose everything. You're going to like, you know what I mean? Like you have to do it every day. It's a consistent thing. And it all starts with the habits. Exactly. And partly the people you surround yourself with too, but habits too. Yes. Yeah. People make people make it easier or they make it harder. If you have a bunch of people around you that are constantly doing things that negatively reinforce, then you're, it's, it's only so long. And this is what I say to people when they're like struggling to eat right. I'm like, okay, well, how many times a day are you saying no to some food? Because I'll be honest, your willpower is not going to fucking last. Like, my willpower is the same as yours, right? It's not infinite and it goes down throughout the day. Every time you say no to food or you say no to something that you want, your willpower takes a hit and it comes down. And so like, if you're constantly having to say no, then you're going to get to a point and you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I can't, I just can't anymore. Yes, it's fine. And so I'm like, if you remove those challenges and your environment is set up so you're not having to say no, then when the odd occasion does come, when you do need to say no, you have great um, mental strength to be able to do it. You know, it's like that's the thing that people think is like you and I have infinite willpower or something, and we don't. We don't have infinite willpower. We don't have infinite motivation. We just set habits and we have an environment which is conducive to success. Bro, oh my god, dude, that, <laughs> that, bro, everything that, yes, that was 100%, like, well said, everything you're saying, bro, is, that's what it's about, bro, fuck yeah, like, that was so well put, like, everybody, like, that listened to that, seriously, I hope they're recording it, because that was, bro, that was fucking gold, because it's so true, like, we're all, we're all human beings, we're all, like, sure, some can jump higher, sure, some can run, like, whatever, it's, like, all these special abilities, some can math better, but like at the end of the day, when it comes to habits and willpower, we're all the fucking same. And it's like it is what it like. You what are you doing with your time? Like if you wrote down what you do in a tw- like go to hour by hour, twenty four hours, just write down what you did. And like, are people really like using utilizing the habits or that kind of like are they applying it to their life every day? Fuck no, you know to have to have what they want because sacrifice isn't easy, bro sacrificing like the fear of missing out it's not easy to like uh, like to put that to the side because like it's temporary ha- it's sacrificing what you want now for what you want the most bro and our that's why not a lot not everybody is winning because that sacrifice is hard yeah exactly you know? but i think that but i think that having people the people around you and then people like you know even you man or me or like whoever else that can preach vulnerability boundaries standards all this other stuff like fitness health then we kind of like 
allow people to because I, I the only reason I believe in myself is because like I've watched the Gary V's, the Tony Robbins, you know, James Smith, people preaching things and I'm like, dude, like I believe in that and that's allowed me to want to believe in myself. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So just setting that example. Yeah, no, I think that that's, that's really right. And like those same people are people that have like influenced me as well as like reading like Lewis Howell um, wrote The Mask of Masculinity and like Brene Brown's done a whole thing on vulnerability and like listening to podcasts about it and stuff. And like they have influenced me. And so now I'm like, okay, well, it's my opportunity to help spread that message as well. And like, exactly, it, it, it's something that we can both do is like have the conversation like this. Like we can have a conversation like this. People can listen and they can, and it might just sow a tiny little seed. You know, it might not be that this is a revolutionary conversation that anyone comes off and goes, oh my fucking God, that was amazing. But they might, they might just sow this little seed. And then like the next time they have a conversation, they might just be like, you know what? I'm actually just going to put myself out there today and see how it feels and then it just like this small little oh. snowboard starts to grow if we dude and my my goal in life bro and i know something similar to you it's like if i can help one person through all this bro just to be like hey like you know you help me become more vulnerable you help me ask the tough questions in my relationships like my friendships my romantic ships or like you help me get in better shape or like not even as a personal trainer but like you made me believe that i can get in better shape and go after it like to me Bro, that purpose, it, like, fills my heart where, like, money can't buy. You know, like, it, 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 that, to me, is, like, why I feel like, you know, God, the universe put me on this earth to go out and do it. Like, we're doing it, man. Like, we're, we, like you said, the stage is just bigger. And who says that we can't make the stage even bigger than that? You know what I mean? Because I feel like we have this, we may not be experts, whatever, but I'm like, dude, like, I experienced it firsthand, and I'll always just be honest and upfront about, like, what I feel like something to be. And I think that that goes a long way in people relating and actually accepting what we have to say. Yeah. It's interesting. You just talked about being an expert because, um, like when I first started, like learning more about vulnerability and masculinity and fear and these other sides of things, which maybe don't necessarily have like a, a voice that, that not very big voice at least. Um, I wanted to start talking about it, but actually I was, I was like, I was scared because I was like, people are going to judge me. People are going to be like, you're not qualified to talk about this. You're not a psychologist. You're not a sociologist. You're, you're not a therapist. Shut up. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, God. And, Same. Same. I, and then I like kept reading more. And actually, instead of me telling people what to do, I'm very like meticulous with how I phrase things and I talk about me and I share my fear and my vulnerability and my like weaknesses so that it normalizes it first and foremost. It normalizes it for people. So they're like, oh fuck, like he feels like that. Like, cause people will judge, people will judge me and they will judge you. And so like, and it's happened a lot in my life, like people will think a certain thing about you before you've even spoken a word. And 100%. so, um, now I'm like, okay, well I'm going to talk about my shit and I'm going to lay it out and people can watch and people can listen and people can, uh, judge or whatever. But like, there'll be people that gain something out of it. 
<clears throat> so now I don't worry about not being qualified because I'm not giving people like specific advice. I'm doing it. I'm telling them my story and then they can draw parallels to their life as they see fit. And because the only reason the people that have inspired us, they've all told a story. And I think that we've, the power of storytelling is like, I mean, this goes thousands and thousands of years, right? I mean, the Bible, everything doesn't matter. But like the reason why we connected, I think have the mindset that we have with the people that are our idols, our heroes and whatever is because like they told a story of how they overcome their, their shit. And I feel like for us, it's almost like, I can do that if that guy did it. Like, oh my God, it's like that belief. And like, it's almost like once you do it or you get to a certain point, it's like, okay, now I feel like I want to give back, like inspire someone else by like my own story. And the, cause like none of us are perfect. None of us, I, I've been through the gutter, man, gone through some shit. I'm sure you have bro. Like, and that's a whole nother, you know, conversation we don't even have to have on live, bro. But like, you know, like that, like just understanding that everyone has a story. And when you can tell your story, I'm like, dude, this is just who I am. And like at the end of the day, you can relate to it. Cool if you don't. But like, I know what got me out of my own way, which was someone else like that I look up to. And I, if I can be that for someone, bro, I'm living the dream. I did my thing, man. Yeah, that's mate, it's amazing. It's literally like, it's cool. I think that this 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 crazy experience that you and I have been through um, has led us to this point now where we're having this really like organic, authentic like conversation just about life yeah and i think that that's absolutely amazing and um, no nah, exactly like never <laughs> talked before at all and like <clears throat> um i like i see like people are commenting all the time like there's just constantly people watching this commenting throwing likes up and i know that we've just been talking and you guys have been listening and we do see the comments and i i, I we get it um i'm yeah. sorry we haven't been able to answer many but do you want to mark should we do a couple of like q a's now do you reckon with the yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah i get we got so deep into like i know bro, we were, i was dude i was in the zone i was picking up what you're putting down bro like that's what i'm saying dude like i was like i gotta talk to this guy man like for sure let me look at this let's see uh, all right guys so throw up a couple questions uh Everyone just put a question that you want. We've got about, I would say like eight minutes, all right? Because Instagram yeah. literally cuts off our feed. At an hour. At an hour. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, I learned that the hard way as well. <laughs> I was like in Did the middle really? of a conversation and then it just shut off. So we've got to make sure yeah. we wrap it properly. But um, yeah. yeah, guys, sure. if you have a question, just fire it away now. And yeah. we're going uh, to answer a couple. Um, so make them good. <laughs> yeah seriously good ones like deep in thought questions let me see oh damn Rhonda's watching what are you saying Rhonda oh, yeah Yo, Rhonda ATL though <laughs> ATL though I, hey she's around she is a real yeah one, um okay we've got a good one from Brittany what was your biggest learning from the show what do you what what's the what's the main thing you took away from the show the main thing I took away from my show What's up, Kels, um, by the way? was oh no, I got some people moving in here. But uh, the one thing I took away, bro, was that authenticity is everything. Uh, like doesn't like in any situation when you're scared, when you're happy, when you're like like it's okay to feel any emotion at any time and like I think too many times we're trying to make other people have like please in that moment. I like and when I became hundred percent myself, I just like allowed like I hadn't been that for a long period of my life. And once I got that from the show, I learned that. I was like, dude, 
now I, I'm so much happier and better off for it. I love that. This uh, is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, bro? What about you? I think for me, the biggest takeaway was about how maybe in the past I'd been shutting off um, like a, a deeper part of myself in relationships. I'd been shutting off things with girls and like keeping them at arm's distance because I wasn't ready to put myself out there and I was scared of uh, getting hurt. So the show like very much like made me aware that I do want something more and I do want something deeper. So that's definitely something that I'm like taking away and like now I'm kind of purposefully dating, you know, like I'm not just dating and going out and on a fling. It's like, I'm now thinking about the girl as like, is this, do I see this actually having potential? And like, I'm seeking that deeper connection. And that's um, something which has been pretty game changing. Bro, uh, like, damn, yeah. I'm, because I'm doing the same thing, like purposely dating. Like, I'm not just like looking for a random hookup or like being like, oh, like, kiss, you know, or like having fun. It's like, like I have people be like, dude, you can go have fun and blah, 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 do your thing. I'm like, but that's not what I'm looking for. Like, I'm actually looking for like the real thing, like real vulnerability and real connection, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, we had a question come in. Oh, go on, mate. There's one, there's one right here. So did you really feel that you needed your shows to give you a new perspective on life? That's a cool, that's an interesting way of phrasing it. Um, I, don't, I don't think, I think, I, I, I'll go I, I'll go first if that's, if that's cool. I, I don't think that like I necessarily needed it, but it definitely expedited the process. I think that like I could, it could have happened like, you know, a couple years later where like I would have grown up like same pace, whatever. But I think that it just made the process that much faster because it was so intense that like we had no other choice but to like be more vulnerable and more introspective that like sure the, you know that i think it just put me in a place where now like at 26 years old i'm more aware of a lot more things that maybe would have taken me a couple more years maybe i would have been 32 by the time i learned it 33 or something you know that's a really great way of putting it like at the time i when i kind of um was going through the process to go on the show i didn't feel like i i mean i didn't even know what the premise of the show was right like it was a surprise to me at the time you guys saw it like that was the first time i knew what the point of the show was they just told me it was going to be good the producers were like it's just going to be good just trust us it's going to be good so i was like fine i trust you that was a big risk i took but i did trust them and it's paid off but um you're right. Like, it's the same for me. Like, I was already on a journey of self-discovery and, and of, like, personal development. I was already talking to, um, like, a mindset coach. And it was exactly that. It's just a more intense thing. You just don't have any um, distractions. You're going through this process. You're kind of forced into this uncomfortable feeling, uncomfortable position. But you grow as a result of doing it. And it's basically like, you know, you put plant feed and water in a pl- on a plant and put it in the sun instead of having that sun in the shade. And that's the kind of difference, wow. I think. Um, so it's not that I needed it. It was just that it sped up this whole process. So, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty wow. epic. 100%. Well, dude, it, it's starting to end it real quick. Uh, but, bro, seriously, I'm really glad that we did this live. Um, I've learned so much about you. And, I, again, it's... I think the same thought that I had about you as just as a man, as a person, as a friend, is the same way that I came out of this conversation still thinking you, bro. So, like, 
again, I appreciate you being authentic and real, bro. And like, if you ever need anything in the in the states, just let me know. Mate, honestly, I appreciate it so much. This been has been such a great conversation. I'm like so proud that I've uh, just met someone over the internet now who's got such what seems to have such a similar set of values and we've been able to have this conversation I think it's brilliant I hope that everyone that's watched this has gained something from it that you guys can maybe go and discuss it like wow two blokes off of reality shows just talked about masculinity and vulnerability and like relationship dynamics and communication like that is awesome so we dude, did the damn thing bro. we did the damn thing mate thank you so much man it's been a pleasure hey it's been a pleasure brother have a blessed one man stay safe okay cheers man bye